Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. Oh, baby, the start of free agency. That's right. March 13th, we record this on. This is the first day of the legal tampering period, quote-unquote. Uh, so we dive in all that. The Lions making some some moves. Uh, whether you disagree or agree or disagree with them, we'll be talking about all that on the podcast. So first day, legal tampering, free agency. We have a lot more going forward with free agency and the draft, of course. So sit back, relax, grab your Kool-Aid. It's time for the pod. Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back, baby, and it is March 13th, which means today was the beginning of the NFL uh, negotiating window for free agents, and there was a lot of news that dropped. The Lions made a few moves. Um, it's also the moves that they haven't made yet or uh, pending or uh, current free agents that played on the Lions last year that we're going to be getting into all of that today. But before we do, let's get to the Blue Kool-Aid crew that is here. So we got UJ. Hello there, people. Rud Dog. Yo! And Connor. Hello. All right. So let's get into the first big signing of the day. Let's just, just right jump right into it, huh? So yep. the Lions, right when the negotiating window opened, uh, the tampering window, whatever they call it, uh, they signed a cornerback named Cameron Sutton. To a three-year deal worth $33 million with $22.5 million guaranteed. Uh, Rudd Dog, let's go to you with a reaction to this signing. Well, I mean, there's our free agency, baby. <laughs> I, I, this was what I expected. One, this is the biggest signing Brad Holmes has done outside of the team yet. Uh, like, other than re-signing people that we've already on the roster. So, I mean... I like it because he didn't go for the high, high-end guys like Roby and and uh, I forget the other, Dean or anyone because those guys you're going to have to break the bank for. But he found, you know, just off the top-tier guy, like maybe even like I've heard – I've seen him the third-ranked corner in all free agency, some people. So, man, I love it. It's going to instantly upgrade our, our starting lineup at cornerback, which was our weakest position, and the guy is right in – his ascent period where he's I think it's his seventh going to his seventh year in the league next year and he he his first four years he was rotation backup guy and then the last two years he's been their starter this is his third year going into being a starter he's ascending and he's been playing really good football so yeah no I'm really excited about it UJ let's get your thoughts okay well hey we we can't with this regime uh, running the Lions right now, we, we can't just look at free agents for their talent and their skill now. Now we have to look for culture fits. And and I think that Campbell and Holmes have proven that culture fits are very important to what this team is about. And uh, 
I think from everything I read about this guy, Cam Sutton, he he is a perfect fit into this culture. And the the Steelers, by all accounts, are really going to miss this guy. They, most of the guys in the Steelers say he was the smartest guy on the field out there on any given play. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, from the he's obviously a good player. Uh, we're paying him premium money, but uh, the culture fit. I think from here on forward, we have to constantly look at it. And they, you know, they keep saying it, culture fit, culture fit. When they go free agents or draft picks or whatever, you know, we're not just going to pick a guy because he might be the best player out there. He's got to fit in with what they're doing. And by all accounts, this guy totally fits the image of a Campbell team. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. Plus, it just makes our secondary better. Plus, it gives us a little more options come draft time that we don't have to grab a quarter cornerback maybe – you know, number six pick. We, we got we got some room to play with here. So yeah, I think it's it's a great signing. As far as I'm yeah, Connor, what do you think this means for the Lions? Uh, number six or number eighteen, even? I still, I've always been of the belief that I thought they were going to grab two cornerbacks. I do think this is their primary options, so I do think it makes six more interesting. Uh, before this, I would have said Gonzalez was my guess for the pick at six, but now I I don't know. I think the Will Anderson. Jalen Carter thing gets more interesting there. Um, hmm. And uh, I do think some of their other decisions at linebacker have been interesting. So I I don't know where Brad's going at six, to be honest. I, I think I think we could all agree that um, Will Anderson would be like the dream if he like fell to Oh, us. yeah. But I don't think he's going to pass um, the Cardinals at three. Yeah. If they since, stay there. Since yeah. that's not going to happen, and with Jalen Carter's, you know – situation i i really couldn't tell you but i don't think it's cornerback anymore at six mm. i would agree yeah uh what do you think, I, I, i'm gonna agree i think uh signing this corner don't forget we also signed mac mclean for nearly or eight hundred seventy thousand. um we still have jerry jacobs and akuda uh, i think there's some depth there I, I i really think the lions are gonna try to go d lion at number six uh whoever they're the top of the board is there or they trade back if they don't think Whoever is at number six goes back. Uh, unless they really highly value Christian Gonzalez, who I think has elevated himself above, above the rest of the cornerbacks in this class with his workout. Um, but Sutton, too, also can play really well in the slot corner as well. So he is uh, movable around, which I, I think is another piece of this that we don't want to lose. Now, PFF mm-hmm. rate him really highly, but <laughs> mixed emotions on you know how PFF grades things every once in a while. But... <laughs> like they had Will Harris rated kind of high, and I, I don't, I wouldn't like as like the fifty six best defender or something this year, and I, I highly disagree with that. Um, hmm. So, hmm. Uh, but Sutton, like UJ said, really smart, good locker room guy. Uh, you know, he's not going to be any issue on that end. Uh, I think he's going to fit really well. I think he's a good second corner. The Lions need to still find that first corner. Uh, he was CB one for the Steelers. Yeah, but. Supposedly, his uh, no one's out there paying him CB one money. Clearly, <laughs> so yeah. I thought the value around the league is that he's not a CB one. Is that not CB one money? My no. understanding is like the top guys are going to get like twelve to fifteen a year, like the top top, like the top and top he's just get... off that. No, they're going to get higher than that. Yeah, really. In this free agency, Jamal Dean and and uh, Bradley are going to get more. Like what? What's Jalen Ramsey making? He's making around 15, 16, something like that right now. I think. 20 million. Oh, it's 20. See? There you go. Oh, yeah. That was the other thing I wanted to talk about is who we didn't get. Uh, but since you brought it up, Jalen Ramsey going to the Dolphins for. 
Not a lot. A third rounder and a lot of money. Uh, Hey, before we move on, can I just address what I think about if that's going to change our approach in the draft uh, from this signing? I I don't necessarily think it does. If they think Gonzalez is the right guy, I think they grab him at six because, like, I mean, the position is still very much not settled. Like, what do we have after – let's just say Sutton is CB1 – and we can accept that. Like, who do you have after that that you can rely on besides maybe Jacobs? Like, I'd, I think I would not be surprised. If like they I said, I think trigger. they go after. I still think they get a second cornerback somewhere, and yeah. not like in round six. You know, like you just you just think not six. Okay, I mean, fair enough. I mean, I don't know. I would rather be at eighteen personally. Honestly, grab like Porter or Witherspoon. Thanks. I wouldn't be mad at Gonzalez because I think that just instantly solves your cornerback issues completely, those two moves. And yeah. Like, that becomes a position of strength all of a sudden. I still but. want an elite, elite defensive line, and I don't think we're an elite, elite defensive line yet. Did you guys see that the I agree 49ers with you, went out and got Javon Hargrave <laughs> I did see today? That. I mean, Jeez. what are talk about a ridiculous line. Their average Rich defensive lineman Richard. makes $18 million on the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> and you know what? They're an elite defense every year because they build through the D-line. You can have media like the 49ers cornerbacks were some of the worst in the league last year, but it didn't matter because their D line is beastly. Um, and the only time that their cornerbacks got beat is when the D line didn't get home. Uh, but hmm. I mean, they are a perennial NFC championship team nearly every year. Uh, and it's because of how they build their defense because they've gone through two, two defense coordinators. It doesn't matter. They have the talent up front that just gets after the quarterback in a passing league. Um, true. And I, that's why I'm even bigger advocate for – I think he's solved the cornerback problem by building through the D-line. I've said that many times in this podcast, and I I like it. I still want that. Now, we're, we're getting there. We're making the right steps. Uh, but Houston is not a three-down defensive end, at least not yet. Uh, he's horrible in the run game, but he can get after the passer. Um, I'm but curious. I still think we need another D-end or D-tackle. Z, yeah. uh, I agree with the Thor signing, which I know you oh, have yes. mixed feelings on Thor. What are your that. thoughts on linebacker as a need for this team? Oh, it's still, um, a, I, versus, I still think it's a need, but maybe the Lions don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you. I'm just curious, like, do you think they, they splash? Maybe so somewhere the, TJ there Edwards, who I think is a much better linebacker, got only one million more uh, for a team that probably spent – overspent uh in the bears uh so angeloni being paid like a top 16 linebacker in the league is uh well to be fair you think everyone's i thought he be- played better last year <laughs> what's that you Jacob? no to, to be fair you think everyone's a better linebacker than angeloni so you know <laughs> say, I mean, say that again UJ? everyone's a what a better linebacker than angeloni but, that's uh, not true. I like I liked what Anzalone did last year. I just don't sure. know if he's worth this money. And I, I don't I think don't that was anybody... a ridiculous contract, though. Three years, eighteen million. That's, uh, that's not... I, I just don't. I don't know what other team in the league is paying him that money. So. I, I like know. it. I he know. proved to me last year that he can be a good player. Like he was fast. He flew around that field. He racked up tackles like crazy. I he still... made impact plays, interceptions. He's guy. not he elite didn't... though. And that's what I'm not, we need is an elite. But he's not getting elite money either. And I like him being next to uh, Rodrigo there. And I don't get me wrong. If we could upgrade him, I'm you know obviously I'm all for it. Um, but I like upgrading through the draft. Like if we were to draft someone like Jack Campbell or Drew Anderson or Trenton Simpson or any of the, like get 
go in the draft and get a guy. Don't like sign a guy you know who's a capable leader of your defense now because you're probably going to put your main resources into that D line in the secondary. Because one thing I wanted to bring up is H E. This could have been on purpose for you know subterfuge or whatever, but he made it clear that uh, what he said was they're going to build build their defense through the D line and the secondary. Uh, and kind of, you know, just kind of glazed over linebackers. So I don't know if they put a whole lot of priority on linebacker as much as they do D-line and cornerback, which, I mean. It's just, like, weird watching the Bears all of a sudden have a better linebacking core than us, like, overnight. It's just, like, a little frustrating. Yeah, but their D-line is still really bad. They have a lot. They oh, have a yeah, lot no. I, I don't think the Bears. Nobody can name a D-lineman on their team right now. No. I agree with you. Yeah, there. but there's obviously just... a lot of talk about the Bears. Uh, I mean, they they traded away that number one pick for a lot, and they they lucked their way into that number one pick too, which is hilarious. Um, I would actually love sometimes. to see if the if the Panthers flip that number one pick now for more than the Bears. That would be so fun. <laughs> uh, it depends on how much you value DJ Moore, who they also got in that trade as well. Um, but for a, I, uh, I, I receiver hungry think... team, pretty high. Yeah, I personally don't think Justin Fields is the a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but uh, hard I to say yet. For it, when you go out to Bears fans, <laughs> just tell them that I don't think Fields, and then they'll get mad. Yeah. Like it's funny at the start game. of last year, though, a lot of them hated him until he started running. <laughs> Suddenly, he's yeah. the goat. They got a great running back back there at quarterback. Um, but yeah, do, I mean, do, do you guys think we we're finding it? We look for another linebacker, or is Anzalone kind of? You know, we're just running it back again. We're running. We back definitely look for another one. I'd say we I look. Yeah, have to look for definitely. I don't think in free agency though. I think we get another young guy who has high upside. Maybe early, maybe late. Yeah. But I, yeah. I think they're going to draft one. Agree. Because Barnes just, is still an unknown. So I mean, Barnes like, might ascend this year. Is he an unknown? I feel like we have a Derek idea Barnes. Sure. Shows flashes, but I don't think he's the player that like. Any of us were hoping he would end up being. But do you remember DeAndre Levy before he put it all together? I mean, he wasn't exactly great, and then all of a sudden he decided he got the right mentality, put in the right kind of work, and he you, figured it out. You know what helps DeAndre Levy become DeAndre Levy though? Denaba and Nick Fairley. Uh, when you have two deep, when you have dominant mm, defensive point. tackles in front of you, that helps to find the the linebacker position. Because if you have D tackles just getting sure. pushed back. Those linebackers are they, they're only as good as I, I always think the linebackers are only as good as the players in front of them on the line, which goes back to my main point. Build through the defensive line first, because if those guys are getting pushed back, then that doesn't then the linebacker is not freed up. And they're I mean, no linebacker in the entire NFL can take out a 300 pound offensive lineman. <laughs> True. The way I see it, if we took Gonzalez at six, I wouldn't be mad about it. But there's like four, at least four D linemen I value higher than him at six. Whether How about it's this? Carter, uh, uh, Anderson, or uh, Cancy, or Tyree Wilson. Go Would ahead. Would you consider trading up three for Anderson? No, I don't no. want him. No, no, I don't think, no. You don't think he's that good? I mean, it depends on what we gave up, I guess, but I think we'd have to give up too much. It was like a Miles Garrett or. Um... Uh, who am I thinking? I mean, Chase Young. I, 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 Chase Young. I, I thought was worth trading up for, but I, I don't. I wouldn't put Will Anderson in that that class. Chase so. Young's like not a good example yeah. for trading up. That's a perfect example why I wouldn't trade. <laughs> well, at the time, I'm saying now, I'm, right? In hindsight, no. But, but that's a good example like, of why trading I'll, up is risky. 
Well, yeah. Oh, of course. It always is risky. The, the draft is always inherently risky. No, I know. But, like, I like having more resources in Brad Holmes' hands. Like, I want him to have more options. Like, he's, look what he's done with our middle rounds of these drafts. Like, I want more chances at another Amon Ross St. Brown, another Kirby Joseph, another Rodrigo. Like, the more we trade away to make plays. But at the same time, if they decide he's the guy, I would not be mad for a second because he is a baller, and I would love to have that kid on our team. For sure. Uh, I know the Bears trading out of that first spot does help uh, open up, uh, you know, somebody somebody falling that maybe not would have another year because there's, there's three or four quarterback. Well, Lions could always take Richardson, too, potentially. Hmm. At Not six. at six, mm. please. A lot of people think it still. Uh, Some people think a lot of people think we should six. trade for that Jamoke over at the Ravens still. I don't get that. Oh, Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Like, I still, I see no logic whatsoever to getting that guy. He has proven nothing. That I, Like, right now, we have a better quarterback on our roster because he's not a quarterback. He's like a running back who throws sometimes, and that's not what you win Super Bowls with. Well, I don't know if everybody would agree with you necessarily, but uh, outside of here, but I think a lo- I think all of us uh, would rather not see us trade away two first rounders for Lamar Jackson. Hell no, uh, mm. especially at the money that he's asking for, like Deshaun Watson guaranteed money. <laughs> that that Deshaun Watson contract really screwed up a lot of other teams uh, negotiating yeah. uh, going forward. <laughs> <laughs> Giving two hundred million guaranteed to a guy that hadn't even played in a, a year and a half. I think the quarterback market's only going to get worse too. Like oh, of course it is. It's never. I'm glad we're not in it. You no. never go backwards with the quarterback position. It only gets more expensive. Right. Uh, so Jamal yeah. Williams is getting some interest outside of Detroit, like with the Jets. I think the Bengals as well. There's another team. Uh, Here's my question, Z. I got a big question for y'all. I think this is a big one. This is the main big remaining question is. Jamal or Kaminsky, assuming we sign either, who would you guys prefer we bring back? Jamal oh. or uh, uh, Kaminsky? I Going think back to my original Kaminsky. point, of the, I'm just going to call this the theme of the podcast. Built through the D-line. <laughs> you know, Z, I, gotta, I disagree with you. But I'm biased because I played D-line. So. No, but I agree biased. with you, Z. Trenches, baby. Trenches, trenches, trenches. Build your team that way. Offense and defense. The- that wasn't the question, though. It wasn't how do you build because here's the thing: we have a lot of talent just, on this D line already. I Kaminsky. No, no, you did. I'm saying though, but the the you reframed the question as you did it though. It's not D line versus uh, running back so much because here's the thing: what if we take Cansey or uh, an elite D D lineman like uh, Tyree Wilson or Anderson? Like we already have a lot of talent along our D line, like especially with uh, the pending status of Romeo Aquara, because if they still like him, then we have a lot already at that position of like DN slash like versatile pass rusher like Kaminsky. I'm just saying, and if we're gonna add another one high in the draft, like we're gonna have to get rid of somebody, and it's but then you got the chance to maybe get Jamal back. I don't know. To me, it's not as simple as because I agree with the philosophy D line build through the trenches, but that's not really the question here. It's just which player do you think is more valuable to this team? Are you guys going uh, gonna buy the Jamal Williams mug that he's gonna sell? <laughs> the dog, not oh, if dog. he leaves. Is it the dog like Volkswagen bug? What? Do you, what? Uh, he's not got if a, he's playing for another team. He's got a mug. Uh, oh, a mug. Like a, a bug. What is? I'm trying to find a picture of it. My sister sent it to right. me, but it, 
Uh, give me two seconds. You guys keep talking. Why are you looking for the mug? Well, UJ, answer um, my question. Oh, well, I, I guess but you <laughs> threw it back at me really quick. I mean, I, I just think Kaminsky is more does more for the D-line than Jamal Williams does at the running back position. Uh, I think he's more of an important piece. I mean, Jamal We saw the defense last year play without him, and it was, a, I, I thought, a, a very different defense than when he was – uh, able to play, especially that especially second half before of the Houston it, got he, He's versatile too. He could play in. He could play like the three technique or outside or the weak side defensive end, uh, especially against the run. I, I just think it's as tough. a rotational piece, he's yeah. way more important than Jamal Williams, which because of running, especially for what Jamal Williams is asking. Jamal is for, running back. Do we too. have an idea? What I gotta say, if having an elite running back though would be like an incredible mm. add to this team. Yeah. I think that would make that offense unstoppable. Here's Dijon. what the mug says, by the way. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. <laughs> then there's a picture of a dog signed Jamal Williams, the first swag. Kazakaki, I think is what that says. <laughs> On sale soon. So you all think Kaminsky then? Is that unanimous? Well, you, Jay. Let's get well, I kind of agree for the same reasons Big Z said. Uh, you know, when he was out, of the, uh, uh, off, you know, couldn't play for a while, and he came back, he, his – his uh, presence was instantly noticed. I mean, he just changed the whole dynamic of that line, just one guy, and uh, I don't think you can understate that enough. And I do technically agree with Z, and as far as the line and stuff, we need, I want the baddest-ass line in, in the <laughs> league, you know, seriously. Mm-hmm. And, and it would make everyone behind him better. So just from that logic alone, I would say, yeah, that's the more important piece. I love Jamal, and I hope we keep him, but uh, he's not a – Elite back. He's a tough, super tough, hard-nosed back. He was incredibly valuable. He'd get that one yard every time you asked him. Score that touchdown. I mean, guys like that are hard to find, too. But uh, Emotional leader of the team. Yeah, no. Like, it's it's tough, man. I hope we keep both of them, personally. <laughs> yeah, I do, too, if we yeah. can. And uh, so, I just want to give him an anime box too. at some point. Yeah. I won't do that if he's not on the Lions. Isaiah Bugs is coming back though too on a two-year deal worth up to six million. So yeah, like, that makes me happy. Fourth I like that defensive deal. tackle. If Jamal stays with the Lions, I'll give him send him a box full of miniature anime characters. So there's your incentive, Jamal. Stick what? around. <laughs> I'll send him a box of miniature. Jamal Williams is a huge anime fan. Three D printed anime characters. Bring anime stuff all the time. If he sticks around, yeah, yeah, that's like a thing. It's all over Lions Media. Do you oh, even follow the Lions? What the yeah, heck? Yeah, did you know, know, know that? Jamal Williams There's collects tiny anime. People. Someone, uh, someone it's called it like Pokemon, and he went on a whole rant after. A I saw <laughs> that. I saw that. There's literally a video on a... the Lions YouTube page of him no, opening a whole, a whole box full of anime Aiden Hutchinson is also a big weeb. He was in Japan at the anime oh, convention, God, so uh, <laughs> that's the way this team is going. Jesus. I guess I, f- I focus more on the football than like the the personality side sometimes. Red Dog and I focus on it all. We are right, we Connor. are in all aspects of this team. You know, it's not just about the four three. Sometimes you got to get in these guys' heads. That's right. Easy. Hey, just for a second, back to Bugs though. Did anybody see his little interview afterwards? He 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 looked like the happiest man in the world that he signed with the Lions again. Like I've never seen a guy happier. It was incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't see it, but I'll definitely yeah, watch it. Who wouldn't be happy playing for the Lions, UJ? Especially no kidding. Under Dan no kidding. But no, I'm happy he's back. Uh, he, he was pretty effective down the stretch. And uh, yeah, and by my understanding is that he, he's able to play the nose tackle and, and allows Lee McNeil to free him up a little more for some of his pass rush stuff. And, and, and it's allowed him to play his game better. 
So uh, from that standpoint, That's yeah, a good, he's a valuable re-signing for us, I think. That's a good question, UJ, though. Did you guys, would you guys have rather had Bugs or Kaminsky if you had a choice? But I guess it's, it's the choice is made, but I thought Bugs was personally more important just because we only have one of him at that position right now. Fair. Yeah. Well, they obviously uh, saw the value in it, so like we're Kaminsky keeping him. Has, there's other DNs on this roster. Because, like, one thing, UJ, about the impact of Kaminsky, which I won't deny last year, is that when he was injured and when we were hurting the most, we didn't have James Houston yet out there. Like, like James Houston came later, and that's why I'm wondering if his emergence makes it easier to move on from Kaminsky at all. Like, you know, and same thing with Romeo coming back if they don't decide to cut him. Like, the, we have a lot of talent outside of that D-tackle position at the edges like it's they're gonna have to cut someone probably well we'll see right especially if we draft one well you know um it'll it'll be interesting to see what they do uh i mean the lions have a lot of former players uh besides the aforementioned ones uh and the big ones out there obviously jamal um dj dj chark will he come back uh tbd i think they're some of these, they, the Lions want to see what the market said at them, and then they come back and decide, uh, yeah or nay. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind if Shark comes back, but it just has, it's got to be at the right price, uh, no doubt about it. Right. Um, Will Harris is he finally gone? I think Aurora is definitely gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Deshaun Elliott, maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, I could see. Him I mean, C.J. Gardner Johnson's a popular name. It's been thlo- thrown out there this off season because of. Uh, the Aaron Glenn and the Saints connection. CJ Gardner Johnson mm. playing for the Eagles last year, all the way to the Super Bowl. Had a great year. Uh at safety? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. I don't he know about safety. Topic. That's that's he, interesting. They'd have the money it would have to be there. Well, because you got Kirby Joseph, Tracy Walker. Is there anyone else I'm missing? I guess that we aren't that no, deep. There. Elliott, but, uh, we well he's him. not on the team. So yeah, I guess we could probably at least use one. Oh, and, and and Tracy Walker coming off an Achilles. Don't forget too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Fair. So I mean Kirby, uh, or did you say Kirby? You said Kirby. Yep. Uh, so I, I mean Tracy Walker already was kind of, I mean better, more consistent player of ours. It's still a little bit up and down. I wouldn't call him consistent. Uh, and he's breaking out in that Eagles game until he got hurt. But you <laughs> consider that he's coming off an Achilles. Uh, I think I, I would rather have CJ Gardner Johnson over him. But Tracy Walker also just signed a big contract in the offseason. So he's not going anywhere. Yeah. But uh, at the very least, no. it gives you, you know, more depth at the position. Although that'd be a lot of money to spend at uh, the safety position. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be surprised if we make a blockbuster signing at safety just because what we already have there. But. I don't know. I mean, and honestly, I don't think we're going to make another blockbuster signing. I think we made it with Cam Sutton. Like, that's the yeah. biggest signing we've made in Brad Holmes' tenure here now. And, uh, like, I, I expect further signings will be somewhat bargain binish, or, you know, or at least Fair. shrewd and, and somewhat to bring, targeted. I don't yeah, know. We're trying to bring some back of our own guys, uh, like Evan Brown, for instance, who's right. getting a lot of interest around the league. Uh, right. Like a very valuable. Like sixth offensive lineman, uh, for, especially because he can play center or guard at a moment's notice. Uh, right, do it fairly well. He's excellent. 
plus there's like next year i think we're finally totally clear and free of like the fallout of the quintricia era and jamie collins and and uh what's like all the damage that was done before brad holmes took over will finally be cleared and next year we're looking flush i just don't think we're gonna make another big signing i think when i said that's like our free agency cam sutton i don't expect another signing that level like I think that was going to be our big signing this this period, and uh, we'll find guys. Unfortunately, we won't be able to get another Kaminsky-like thing because we're not at the top of the waiver wire, but uh, I think we'll sign some guys who for, like, prove-it deals again because the rebuild is not complete yet in terms of recovering the cap and all that. Yeah. Um, well, I'd like to see us sign, sign a guard if there's anybody out there. I, really... I want us to draft Osiris Torrance. Well, but we do need that right guard yeah. position. Uh, we need some help there. We do. That is a, that is a position to me and, as uh, well. Big V will be coming back if he can stay. And, and, and I could, you know, if there's a free agent out there now, maybe, you know, maybe. Glasgow? Hey. Oh, I do like the idea of Glasgow. Interesting. It would be an interesting signing, no doubt. I would love it. Uh, could you imagine having our whole line next year be guys we all we drafted? That would be so cool. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool, actually. Um, that would be interesting. Uh, it's not a great yet market out there for uh, the guards. So. I'm thinking third round, easy. That's where you get your right guard this year. No, no later probably, but like Gabe do what Jackson. we do with Jonah Jackson. Third round. Yeah, Gabe Jackson, uh, Roger Saffold, Isaac. Second or third round. uh, Justin Pugh. Those are some of the top remaining. Uh, Though Osiris Torrance at 18 would not piss me off in the slightest. Have you guys checked him out yet? Out of Florida? Massive road grader. Never gave up so much as a hit on the quarterback, I believe. Definitely not a sack. Absolute stud. I would not be mad for a second if Hmm. we got that. Put in next to Sewell. We'd have the most dominant right side potentially in the entire league. And and Rag now on the other side. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. So, it, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what the Lions can do uh, here at the remainder of free agency. It's still early. Uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers doesn't even decide where he's going to play yet. Still. <laughs> yeah, I heard it's like all but done with the Jets now. Yeah, that was weird. Like uh, Trey Wingo, who hosts like NFL Live on ESPN. Uh, said that Rodgers is a done deal, but then all the other insiders throughout the NFL have said it's not a done deal yet. So hmm. I thought that was an interesting uh, little nugget from today. Maybe he's just not sure if he wants to crap. follow in, in uh, Favre's footsteps for his entire career. <laughs> like, how weird is it? I hope he goes to the Jets and then somehow ends up on the Saints too. like uh, – you mean the Vikings? I mean the Favre Vikings. Went to the Jets, then the it Vikings. was the Saints that knocked him out. I, I got uh, And the Vikings are getting rid of a lot of their players. Uh, they're, yeah. they're cutting. Uh, if Rodgers leaves. This is the Lions division to take. If the Lions are the favorite right now. His, you know, in the uh, division as of today. Right. Right. What, Connor? If Rodgers leaves, his final completed pass at Lambeau was to Kirby Joseph, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. That's that, like that how far awesome. ended his career on an interception against the Saints. Let's that would be maybe, uh, well. It won't be I hope career. He but for that stat alone, I'm with you, Connor. That'd be awesome. I hope Kirby kept that ball, man. Kirby's <laughs> his daddy, either way. But 
<laughs> Absolutely. Sorry. Anyways, continue. I just thought that was, that was funny. a good point. Oh no, I don't remember what I was saying now. Uh. Uh, and in case you guys are wondering, because Big Z, you know, they're about to have a baby, and his brain is quite addled right now, so he's not always thinking clearly. Uh, just so you know, you know. Fair point. I'm just, you know, just making you aware of that. So when when you hear him rambling, well, thank you, incoherently, you appreciate you letting uh, yeah. filling the listeners in. Yeah, we're all excited so. about little Z. He, <laughs> to expect when you're expecting. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, just a reminder too: if the Lions uh, do cut Aquara, um, they save seven and a half million. Uh, if they cut Big V, they save six million. They're fourteen under right now. Fourteen oh, and a fourteen point seven under, but they also have to leave a little room for. Draft six as well, um, which we have a lot of. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Um, High ones, anyway. Right, right. Uh, hey, no uh, another. You forgot no fourth rounder. Yep. To address the running back, we did address it already. We re-signed uh, our boy Craig Netflix. Craig Reynolds. Craig Reynolds. Craig, Craig Reynolds, which makes me feel pretty good. I mean, I still we obviously need to add one, but. At least we know we got a couple decent ones on the roster locked I'm up like now for the year. I'm not convinced that the Lions believe Swift is a long-term option there. So oh, absolutely not. not. They would have resigned him by now. Like they would have yeah. fifth-year option. Like, I'm very curious if they address like running back one. This Bijan at 18. If he's there at 18, do it. Pull the trigger. I think he's worth. What would it. you What would you do if he got drafted at six by us? I'd say that awesome. Too high. I'd be so excited. Six is too high. Six? It's too high. It goes against all my philosophy of drafting, but when you draft an exciting player like that, like it's hard not to get excited. <laughs> like it's yeah. not like drafting Hawkinson at ten. That's that's more far more exciting. Not that I would I would be like oh, well, okay, well uh, let's just draft a tight end at six and call it a day. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh I only if it's the kid out of uh Georgia, the second stringer or whatever. I'm surprised there's a player who blew up the combine. You would be okay with it. Six. I'm not okay with it. I would be so upset. (laughs) The second string tight end, Darnell Washington. Yeah, the kid who blew up the combine. I mean, he's the only one who has the metrics I would be okay with, but I don't want a tight end. Are you kidding me? (laughs) All right. Well, we'll wrap up this podcast. Um, Just want to dive into the first day of. This is really the first day for you to see, although it's technically not. You can't sign the contract until the 15th. It'll all be settled by Wednesday anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, so Cam Sutton, while all these deals are reported, they're not actually official until the signing day, which is the 15th. Also, like that Lamar Jackson thing, for instance, uh, teams can't start, start talking with, with him until Wednesday as well on the 15th. Um, so this quick is just question. a tampering period. Uh, it used to be like illegal, but now they made it legal. Uh, even though like, right will? when it starts, the Lions have a deal in place already. So I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> where they draw the line on these things sometimes it's probably too hard to regulate and they're like whatever just have your two days the line is literally the signature like as long as the signature is not on the paperwork you haven't you haven't broken the rules but do you guys uh i I know uj's answer i'm just curious do you do you think or no i don't know do you think the lions will even talk to lamar because some people i've heard i was just listening to uh woodward sports and that like there's a couple of guys on there that are like freaking out like why we aren't like extending an offer why we're not well, even talking woodward sports sucks. and like i'm just ki- well again <laughs> they can't until wednesday so no 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 i'm I, saying though like they're like they can't understand why we would they'll do their so due I'm diligence i think and 
at least talk to him, but I don't think it's going to be a serious. You think they will? I don't think it's going to hmm. be like a serious. I just think offer. financially, it's I do not think absurd. they will. I don't think they will either. I don't think he fits what we're building here in the slightest. Say, but at the they'll at least have a conversation about it if they don't talk to him. Like there will be some sort of internal, like just to say, just Yay, to nay. check the box, you know. But I don't think it's going to get as far that as I like agree. offering him anything. I could agree with that. Uh, I agree. I don't think he's they a will. GM. That's his job. Like they're gonna at least examine it with their team. Unless I'm missing something about his tool set, does he? Does he pass better than I'm aware of? I, I mean, I don't know. Depends on who you I, ask, I suppose. Because <laughs> uh, I've seen some stats out there that he was morally in certain situations and like Joe Burrow and stuff like that. Um, but I would call Joe <laughs> Burrow a better passer. The one argument you keep hearing is that he was MVP and he has no... Uh, one time. He's never had receiver, like a good receiver in Baltimore, which is partially true. <laughs> they really have not invested in the slightest in wide receiver besides <laughs> Hollywood Brown, uh, who was hurt all the time. So that would be the argument for, uh, but he does run a lot, and uh, coming off like an ACL or something, right? Uh, uh, I I I call it a made-up injury to get himself the free oh. agency healthy. Because everybody in the building is like, why is he not playing? This injury takes like two weeks to heal from, uh, and all the Ravens people are like, it basically, I mean, they publicly said like, we don't understand why Lamar isn't playing but he he's got to do his thing i guess like he's his own person that's the other big thing in this too lamar jackson does not have an agent he's representing himself uh his mom which, is his agent i heard oh uh well either she way, doesn't he, have an agent yeah he doesn't have an agent and uh if he, a lot of the articles written out there says like that's also hurting his uh, negotiating power because uh you know he's he's very stubborn in his his value and I don't know if he's navigating as well as he could be with an agent, uh, but that's just what I've read. I've you know I've seen no true insights of these things. Man, I'd be just so surprised. That's where I stand. If they make a move on him, I will just be shocked because you just had Jared Goff do everything they asked for him to do this last year and more, and I honestly think he's a better quarterback, not necessarily a better player, not necessarily or whatever. Like he's not a better athlete, obviously, than Lamar, but like. The quarterback doesn't need to be a runner, like not if he's doing his job right. And like usually, like as long as it's a a bonus to have legs and you use it, like Aaron Rodgers always did, like or whatever. But like if you're just a runner first and foremost, your lifespan for one in this league will be shortened dramatically. Like I wouldn't even want to sign uh, what's his name from the Bills right now. Like Josh he Allen, runs, he runs far you too much. Sign and takes Josh way Allen. Too many he takes too many hits. I don't think he'll survive uh, another three years in this league. He, did I you see how many hits Josh he took Allen just against us party. alone? Josh uh, Allen is not Lamar Jackson size. Josh Allen's much bigger. I'm not, I, I'm not comparing him to Lamar. In this league, if you rely on your legs too much, you are putting a deadline on your career. It's just a fact. Look at what Andrew Luck, he was a burnout in this league because he put too much on his legs. Like, And he was he a good pocket passer, and he just didn't and, have the tools yet. Andrew but Luck's like, not out of this league because of his running ability. He ran, he's out of this league because their offensive line was terrible, and he, led, he was one of the most But because he had to rely on his legs. 
That was the tool set that kept him successful early on, just like Fields uh, over in Chicago. Uh, That's a terrible similar. strategy. Andrew like Luck running, is not running twenty times. Look, again. what's the what's the shortest <laughs> lifespan at position in this league? What's the shortest lifespan position? Running back. Running back. Yeah. Okay. So why do you want your quarterback to be a running back? So you can make sure his career gets ended early. Look at what Tom Brady is doing. It's not a one to one. He played into his fifties almost. I mean, and even running quarterbacks aren't getting tackled at the same rate that. Or running back is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it matter. Does you're getting matter. hit far too often if you're I mean, running a lot. Even like Mahomes has sold his body for a Super Bowl. You think which, Mahomes you know, has hey, three fine. years left? Jalen Hurts probably should have. Jalen Hurts is Mahomes, kind of like the MVP of that Super Bowl, and he's a, and he ran for three touchdowns. Look at uh, who Hurts? Yeah, Hurts. I mean, Hurts put it on his legs. It's a nice tool to have. Don't get me wrong. If you got the option, obviously you want a guy who heck who can do it. But if you do it too much and you rely on it too much, you are hurting your chances of longevity in this in this league. And that's oh, yeah. just plain and simple. It's a fact. Because guess All what? Right. There are 11 guys every week trying to take your head off. And and they're going to put damage on your body. Like, guy, I don't think Mahomes is going to put a career in like Tom Brady. Like, he's not going to have that longevity because he's, he takes too many shots. It's hard to say. Hmm. I mean, his... Uh. To this point mm. in his career, it's been better. I, know, I think we'll think of Mahomes but, is the best by the end. Uh, oh, I'm not saying better or worse. I'm saying length. I well, no one has a, a career as long as Tom Brady. Like even other pocket passers. No, you're right. He is the exception, time. really. But so that's a that's a tough case to make. You're, I think Lamar Jackson's a better quarterback mm-hmm. than some people give him credit for. Like he's not just a running quarterback. Yeah, it, he definitely has an arm. Trade off. It's well, he has an arm. That's true. But Mike Vick had an arm, and he wasn't a great quarterback. He was a good player, greatest pl- player in Madden history. Madden 04. So true. If you just ran back history. like to the one and then loop around, you get the ninety-nine yard touchdown run. I just don't think Lamar Jackson is uh, the. I, I don't think that that's what the Lions are looking for right now in the quarterback, no. especially for the price it's going to take the to give up for him. And the Lions are still going to have the dead cap money for Jared Goff too. Uh, right. Kirkoff's so, a better quarterback, so it's not feasible. And I don't actually. I don't know if the Ravens want uh, Jared Goff either. So I, I just don't. Uh, that seems to go against how they. Although they hired a new office coordinator and, and such, um, so maybe they are heading a different direction with their offense. I think they would love to have Jared Goff, someone who would actually pass. We're spending and just a lot of time defenses. on Lamar Jackson, who's definitely not coming to Detroit. Yeah. So I yeah, think we should move on. Scary. I don't think he's coming. Hey. All right. And yeah, I was wrapping up the we'll, podcast. I think so. we'll revisit this la- last thing. Last no. thing. I, I, I we'll revisit this later because I I think this is a Jesus fun one. Christ. I want to the the the. <laughs> <laughs> Con, it's the last thing. The I, I we'll we'll address this category later. The most wasted breath category of the off season. I think it's going to be Lamar. But I'm curious. Like, what do you guys think? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how many of these theorizing moments have wasted like hours upon hours of podcasts and and writing articles and stuff anyway well i just think that's a category i'm i think we should vote on at the end of the the off season on that note go ahead z bring us home what what was the category the 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 wasted breath uh 
the off, the wasted breath topic. I don't know how to phrase it. The wasted breath, the the hot air topic of the off season, where it was just nothing but smoke, where there was literally nothing there, and it was talked about ad nauseum for basically days worth of content online. The fact it took you forty five seconds to describe the category means <laughs> I don't know if we should have that itself. <laughs> might be the this is the top nominee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this what? conversation we're having right sense. now is already the winner. Congratulations. Yeah. Winner. Oh. Chicken dinner, baby. <laughs> All right, let's wrap up this podcast. On that note. Um well, yes. And we will uh well, depending on how the news shakes out the rest of the week, we might be back later this week or, or else uh, back next week. Uh we'll we'll see how the news shakes out. If it's small little moves, we can recap that next week. If it's some bigger ones out there, we will be back with an instant reaction. But um Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool-Aid, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts on the Lions free agency signings. We'd love to hear from you. Um, thank you to Sideline Report for hosting the podcast. I always greatly appreciate them. Go check out sidelinereport.com. Thank you to our producer, Kid J. Kid J. Kid All right. Best thank you to our producer, Kid J. Oh, he's crushing it behind the scenes. And also, thank you to our listeners. We always greatly appreciate you. Spotify, Apple, wherever you get a podcast, download. Please subscribe. Please leave a review. And then, last but not least, as always, go, go, go. go. charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain a lion's victory Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.